Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Grant here. I wanted to share a little bit today about why prophecy is important. And specifically, I'm going to kind of highlight why is prophecy important to the prayer movement. Uh, This is something that I've taken time to reiterate and go over with my prophecy team because I found that uh, when you do it week by week, it's good to kind of go over of like the why behind what we do. You know, why is prophecy important? Why do we do what we do at all? You know, what do does what we do matter? And it's important to for me in my own life to go over these things and to also uh, bring these reasons before my team. So I wanted to share just a couple of uh, awesome points that I learned from Mike Bickle concerning why is prophecy important. And uh, he's going to highlight uh, in what I'm about to read of why prophecy is important to the prayer movement. So first of all, if you look at 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 Paul's talking to Timothy and this is what he says this charge I commit to you son Timothy according to the prophecies previously made concerning you that by them you may wage the good warfare so check this out this is what Mike says 1st Timothy 1 18 Paul the Apostle says that Timothy was to fight the fight of faith using the prophetic utterances that were given him through the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the prophets, he told Timothy. He said, Timothy, those prophetic utterances, those prophetic experiences were meant by God to strengthen your spirit of prayer, your spirit of resolve, your obedience. And so if properly understood, prophetic ministry fuels up the house of prayer and fuels up the prayer life of the church. One of the reasons the prayer life of the body of Christ is low is because the prophetic ministry is low. People have asked me for years, how do you get prayer motivated? I said there's a number of answers, but one of them is the release of the prophetic ministry, the subjective prophetic ministry, i.e. what the prophets are saying today, but also the, the teachings of end-time prophecy from the Word of God. For the most part, these two things are significantly neglected and they impact the prayer movement in a very, very direct way. And so those that want to see prayer really go to another level, they have to take the prophetic ministry serious and it starts by believing in it. Another thing that Mike says is, prophetic ministry is the gas that fuels the tank of intercession. This is from Mike Bickle's book, Grown in the Prophetic on page 78 and 79 God speaks prophetically to invite us to to more fully cooperate with the Holy Spirit in faith and obedience as we pray to release the manifestation of the things prophesied in other words the prophetic ministry provides fuel for the prayer meetings and the prayer meetings release the things promised by the prophetic words they are inseparable It is not enough to just long for more prophetic activity without intending to use it to inspire more prayer. In other words, 
Prophecy is not to be seen as an end in itself or as that which simply makes church meetings more exciting. It is the gas that fuels the tank of intercession, purity, and more effective outreach to others. So just a, just want to highlight a couple things uh, that Mike talked about in this. The, the first part I read was actually from uh, Encountering Jesus, uh, 2002 uh, prophetic history and perspectives about the end times and i love what mike says in this area because he says uh prophetic ministry properly understood is meant to fuel up the house of prayer and fuel up the prayer life of the church and uh you know he breaks he breaks that down into what two areas that are helpful that is the subjective prophetic ministry, basically what prophets are saying today corporately, but also that would involve personal prophetic ministry, one-on-one prophetic ministry. But also, number two, he breaks it down, is the teaching of end times prophecy from the Word of God. So that's studying the prophets, the law, the Torah, Revelation, uh, all the letters of Paul and the the New Testament apostles. Uh, when we study these things, they help impact us in the same way that... Uh, subjective prophetic ministry and i love how he emphasized that prophecy impacts the prayer movement in a very direct way and uh what he mentioned in his book it he says that prophetic ministry is the gas that fuels the tank of intercession and purity uh, and more effective outreach to others so how i think about this and how i explain to my teams is basically you got prophetic ministry why is it important well what like what Mike emphasizes, the release of prophetic ministry, what the prophets are saying today, an end time prophecy from the Word of God. It helps fuel and empower intimacy, prayer, and worship. It gives you the fuel that empowers intimacy. Basically, it empowers us to actually want to talk and connect with Jesus in in intimacy and worship and prayer and conversation. It, it helps us to be more motivated and more drawn in to seek his face, to draw near to him. And when you look at that, that actually empowers us to uh, go towards getting more oil unto the our first love with Jesus and, and uh, following the first commandment. This is incredible, you know, that prophecy actually leads to prayer and intimacy and worship which leads unto us actually walking out the first commandment of loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And uh, just a couple of scriptures to look over regarding, you know, the first commandment. Uh, this is incredible. Matthew 22, verse 37, 38, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Uh, Mark 12, verse 29 through 30, it's basically the same concept. Jesus answered them, uh, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. Son of Solomon, verse chapter 8, verse 6 and 7, Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy is 
fierce as the grave. Its flashes are flashes of fire, the very flame of the Lord. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If a man offered for love all the wealth of his house, he would be utterly despised. And we're talking about the, that fiery first love of Jesus that doesn't go out. So ultimately, when we ask ourselves, why is what we do in prophetic ministry important? Why is end times prophecy from the word of God important? Well, basically, the simple answer is it leads unto intimacy and prayer and worship, which leads to, empowers us to fulfilling and walking out the great and first commandment, which Jesus says is the uttermost important. I love that. I, I'm just, I get so excited about that. And I was just thinking about, you know, when people ask Mike, you know, what is the spirit saying to the church? This is Mike's ultimate answer. I love this. He says, the primary theme with which God is concerned about is the first commandment. That is precisely what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church worldwide. He is cultivating hearts that are unreserved. He is, the Holy Spirit is interested in cultivating hearts that no longer are asking, what is the minimum that is required of me? What can I get by with? But rather the Holy Spirit is stirring hearts of what is the very most I can give? I want to give it all. And basically with prophetic ministry, that what I just mentioned is the true fruit of prophecy and prophetic words. We want people to feel so intimately close and connected to Jesus. We want people to feel drawn near to Jesus and they we want people to feel that from our words and our prophetic words should empower them to want to love Jesus like that of how can I give my all I want to give it all and if you look at 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1 it says pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts especially that you may prophesy we must eagerly desire to partner with Holy Spirit's primary obsession of helping us in the first commandment. When we do this, we're setting ourselves up for success. We're setting ourselves up to be in alignment with what is Holy Spirit's ultimate and primary goal, and which is helping us fulfill the first commandment and walk it out. So this is why prophecy is important. This is why prophetic ministry is important. And I love highlighting this with our teams and, uh, I love outlining that to myself, actually, and remind myself of this. You know, it takes time to cultivate deep and consistent love for Jesus. It requires a heart focus that connects with Him. And I love how prophecy can help propel people to pursue that first love with Him. You know, on this subject, uh, just want to look back at the impact that prophetic ministry has had in the modern church. And the, the impact that prophetic ministry has had on the global prayer movement the last 20 years is actually, when you look at it, it's quite astonishing. It's amazing, actually. So just think about this fact. Only 20 years ago, in 1999, there was about five known houses of prayer with 24-7 prayer and worship. Now, flash forward 20 years. This is, this is in the year 2019. There are now over 20,000 20,000 known houses of prayer all across the earth. So let me just take a moment to look at some insight from Rick Joyner on the impact that prophecy has had 
on IHOP KC in the prayer movement the last 30 plus years in Kansas City. This is from Rick Joyner's book of prophetic history. Mike Bickle was the leader of the Kansas City Fellowship. Kansas City Fellowship may have become the most famous church in the world for a time, though they would never claim this. It was a large and fast-growing congregation and had spawned several other congregations in the Kansas City area. But more than that, it was a movement. This movement became known throughout the body of Christ, especially for their extraordinary prophetic gifts. Those drawn there because of the prophetic gifts would find that there was much more to Kansas City Fellowship than these. The real strength of Kansas City Fellowship was their focus on a personal relationship with the Lord, prayer, and the exceptionally anointed preaching of Mike Bickle and his team. On my first visit to Kansas City Fellowship, I felt that it was one of the most unique and exciting churches church, churches I had ever visited. Excuse me. Kansas City Fellowship went through some profound changes under the pressure of persecutions in the early 90s, but it endured. Nearly 30 years later, it has, it has evolved into one of the high-impact ministries in the world, and it is still growing. It is no longer Kansas City Fellowship, but it is now IHOP, the International House of Prayer of Kansas City. Prayer was Mike's passion from the beginning. When he began to focus on the development of IHOP, there were only about five places in the world devoted to continuous prayer 24-7. Now there are over 20,000. Mike would never take credit for this remarkable growth of 24-hour prayer centers around the world, and certainly there are many other great prayer ministries that have contributed. Yet IHOP became a critical mass that fired this great explosion of intercession around the world. The IHOP leadership team and community are revolutionary in Christianity and contribute in a major way to what the entire body of Christ is becoming. So wow, what a what a great insight into you know Rick what Rick Joyner saw when he first visited in the late eighties until now, thirty years later, of the impact of the high levels of uh, prophetic ministry being introduced primarily through Kansas City Fellowship, which is what I have later be kind of evolved into. And to he Rick sees the connection of the high impact prophetic ministry led unto intercession, which the intercession has exploded the last 20 years since IHOP has started. Five known places to now over 20,000. That's just incredible. And it just shows you what, what an incredible time that we live in. So another thing I want to highlight is, you know, ultimately when we talk about why prophecy is important, it it ultimately leads to greater first love with Jesus. And this first and great commandment to love God with all of our heart is God's primary assignment in our life. You know, when we have life or and we do ministry outside of prop of outside of that proper foundation of intimacy with Jesus, it will always lead to being wounded, bitter, bored, and burned out. You know, I think of it as hope deferred, a heart that is disappointed, a heart that has unmet expectations, a heart that experienced delays can make the heart sick. When we don't have this proper foundation of deep intimacy with Jesus, we do get wounded, we do get bitter, we do get bored, we do get burned out. So I think it's important to see that prophecy 
can help the church. This is how it strengthens the church. It strengthens the church to lead unto greater connection, greater conversation with Jesus, which can lead to greater first love, greater love with him. You know, Bob Jones used to ask, did you learn to love? I just want to leave you with just some practical tips that I heard recently from Mike of how do we return to our first love? Uh, He gives three steps, three ways of returning to our first love. So I hope that you find this helpful. First, we must remember how Jesus first loved us. Take time to recall how you how you used to love Jesus. Take time to recall how you used to spend time with Jesus when you first got saved. When you first encountered him, remember those times. Recall his intimate goodness towards you. Recall your past devotion for him. Do you remember? Do you remember when you felt the joy of abandonment to Jesus when you first heard the call to extravagant devotion? The Holy Spirit will help us return to the freshness of our first love. We must ask him to help us. Number two, we must repent. We must change our priorities. We must change our lifestyle choices, i.e., We must change the way that we spend our time, the way that we spend our money, the way we we even use our speech. This helps us pursue Jesus as the primary dream of our heart. Jesus called it sin to not make it our priority, so we must make this priority of the first commandment the primary dream of our hearts. Number three, we must act. We must do the works and actions that we did at first when our devotion to Jesus was fresh and strong. We must choose this one thing, this responsive heart, this extravagant love devotion to Jesus. Grown in love with Jesus should be our main and number one top conversation with Yahweh. If you want to look more at this, take a look at what Mike says. Uh, You can check out his website, but also look at Revelation chapter 2 and the first uh, exhortation to the church of Ephesus. He says, remember where you have fallen. Return to your first love. You don't love me like you used to love me. Take a time to meditate on that. And uh, another thing I want to leave you with is uh, just a couple of prayer points that I pray over myself and my own heart often. Uh, Here's a couple of prayers that I pray over myself. Just three little prayers. This is what I pray. Jesus, I give you my affections. I set my heart to be a true friend to you, and I set my heart to be an authentic lover of you. I set my heart to make the first commandment first place in my life and the primary dream of my heart. I set my heart to make the first commandment the primary conversation and request in my prayers. Holy Spirit, please remind me of this. Holy Spirit, please inspire me in this. So I hope you found that helpful. These are things I love to speak over myself, and these are things that I like to share with my own prophecy team. So until next time, give your heart to Jesus. (laughs) Seek Him. Seek to know Him. Seek to grow in that first love with Him. This is what it's all about, guys, and I love how 
prophecy ultimately leads to us growing in first love with him. So bless you guys. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.